Blockchain, crypto, NFTs, DeFi, Metaverse, Web3 is literally eating the world and community builders are the new leaders. Hi everyone, I'm Bilal El Alami, co-founder of Pirates Lab, a startup studio fully dedicated to Web3 startups. In Pirates Land, I'll give the mic to Web3 builders, founders and investors so that we can deep dive with them into what is truly about Web3 entrepreneurship. No conventional bullshit, only creativity, rebellion and community-driven insights. Hello there. Hello Clément. Hello Bilal. I'm very glad to, to, to have you. Um, before we start, I'd like to, I'd like to thank uh, um, all the people that, are, that have been listening to, to us since we've launched the, the podcast. Um, today, I'm, I'm, I'm with Clément, a very good friend. Um, it's pretty funny. We, we met in a conference at Sciences Po about three, four years ago. More, I think. More? And, uh, and 2017, so five years ago now. Five years ago. <laughs> uh, I remember it was very inspiring. Uh, you were publishing your, your, your first book or your book at that time, so we'll get back to it. Um, so Clément, you are the co-founder of Ternoa and the CEO of Capsule Corp. You will tell us a little bit more the relation between both of them. Um, and, and I'm very eager to, to know uh, what does it take to, to start a new, a new blockchain. <laughs> but before that, let's start a little bit with you. Um, can you tell us where did you grow up? Um, we'd like to know a little bit more about you. Yes, uh, okay, thank, thank you very much for the invitation and hi ho. <laughs> um, yes, I grew up in Toulon. Uh, in south of France. In south of France, in near to Marseille. It's uh, a military uh, port uh, because uh, uh, my father was a um, uh, marine officer. Okay. So that's why I grew up here. So it was uh, very nice because, uh, you know, when you are in the south of France, it's like a, a Mediterranean uh, weather. Like. So <laughs> you have uh, a lot of uh, sun, a lot of, uh, a lot of um, uh, things. You can be outdoor every time. So I think it's uh, a good way of life. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, do you like sailing or yes, diving uh, or diving, sailing, uh, swimming, uh, uh, be on the beach, etc. So yes, uh, I spent a lot of time <laughs> on the beach and uh, on different boats, etc. So a lot of freedom when you were young. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. That's it. I actually, you know, when you are maybe in a weather in a good weather country. You can spend a lot of time outdoor, and I think like the, the fact to be outdoor, especially when you are young, uh, and when I say young, it's between maybe uh, ten or eighteen. You have like this feeling of freedom uh, because you are you, you can just walk in the in the night uh, in in the city. You can go outside, play with your friend. You can go at the beach. You can go at the forest, etc. So entertain your curiosity. Yes, I think it's very important when you are young to be outdoor and to discover the world. Uh, even if uh, I spent maybe many times uh, playing video games, mm. but uh, you can have both in the source. That's why uh, I was really happy to, to, to grow up in this place. You haven't been always an entrepreneur. Um, can you tell us a little more about your, your journey? Uh, journey? Not, not at all. Actually, uh, I. It's difficult to, to, to say uh, what is an entrepreneur because for me, an entrepreneur is uh, someone that runs a company. So before to run a company, you are not an entrepreneur. But once you, say, you said that, you say, okay, 
maybe uh, if I try to understand uh, the way I, I did some some things before to run my company, you can find some elements that tell you, okay, actually, I did not know, but I have this mindset of entrepreneur. And it could be, I, for instance, I don't know to have a leadership uh, when you are on, uh, when you play sport, uh, like to be the captain or stuff like that. A leadership to uh, organize some stuff with your friend. For instance, if you are always uh, the guy that uh, call your friend to uh, organize a party or to organize an indoor, indoor activities, or to, to have this kind of leadership, for me, it's like elements that could be explained that 10 years after, you could be an entrepreneur. But, uh, and more, more, on, on the top of that, I, I didn't um, start my career as an entrepreneur. Because before to run uh, my company, I, I worked a little bit more than five years as a, in a different consulting firm in finance and strategic. So for me, uh, it was important to do that before uh, because it allows me to learn uh, many things in finance, strategic, to have maybe a conceptual framework in order to have this capacity to understand economics, to understand finance, to understand some, some stuff allowing you to have different tools to uh, be better in your entrepreneur life. All right, super interesting. And what would you say uh, are the, the elements when you were young that uh, give you this leadership, um, give you this uh, agility um, that, that you're using uh, as an entrepreneur now? Uh, I, I think that um, it's difficult, you know, uh, to, to, to know what is... Uh, exactly. The, 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 the goal, but the, What's the I, pattern? The pattern, I think it's one thing. I want to always win. Okay, when I, uh, for instance, when I do uh, sport, when I play video games, when I play board games. And does this come from your father, who was a marine officer, or is no, no, it's I, I, I have always been like this okay. uh, since I remember. I want just just win the game, just win, win, win. Okay. And uh, I, I want to be a winner, and I want to do all the effort possible to win uh, different things that I want to do. So right. I, I think that. As you want to win, you, you, you need to become a leader uh, because it's easier to win if you are a leader because you can uh, gather people around you in order to increase the rate to win. So I, I think that before the leadership part, there is this uh, winner uh, mindset, which is very important for me, mm. but the fact to be always the first in everything. And, and, and let's try to understand where does this come from. Who would be your, your inspiring figure um, as you grew up? Um, um, I, I think that I always uh, loved history. Uh, I, I, I read... Uh, and uh, Toulon is a historic uh, city. Yeah, historic <laughs> city. I read a, a lot of uh, books uh, on history, etc. And I, I was always very impressive, uh, impressed by... Uh, historical leader like uh, Napoleon Bonaparte, for instance. I, I wrote uh, like uh, thousands of books on, uh, on him or different uh, leaders like uh, Caesar or Alexander I or stuff like that. So I think that the people that inspired me was um, leader in the past, in history, uh, like uh, Napoleon Bonaparte or stuff like that. All right, all right, all right, super interesting. Um, 
and 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 you would say that your mentors were those people basically mm. in a in a way yes because I, I i wrote so many books on them trying to understand uh, why they think like that why they did that uh how they come from like a, a situation could be difficult to to be a winner etc so yes all right all right all right <clears throat> Let's dig in a, a little bit more uh, uh, around your, your projects, plural. Um, can you tell us more about Ternoa uh, and Capsule Corp, the relation, and, and give us uh, uh, the big picture of your organization? Yes, I, I think it's um, easy to understand. So we have uh, Ternoa, uh, which is a, a layer one blockchain dedicated to NFTs. Uh, so the idea is to, to develop uh, a blockchain to give the possibility to builders to have the best experience for utilities and NFTs. Uh, why? Because we have a vision that uh, NFTs in the next uh, years will be based more on utilities than on collectible. And when I say utilities, is that the fact that NFTs will be only like a digital format, like, uh, you know, you have a, a PDF, you have JPEG, and you have utilities. Uh, for instance, when I, when I buy a ticket uh, for a concert, uh, I buy a ticket for a concert. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't think that, okay, I'm buying uh, a, a PDF. And for us, it will be exactly the same thing in the future with the NFT. There will be new use case based on the fact that thanks to NFT um, feature, you can have like a true ownership of your digital data. So, which means that you can have, uh, you can transfer it, you can sell it, uh, you have uh, more transparency, etc. And you can imagine different use cases. So, based on the fact that for us, NFT will be a new digital format that could be a concurrent to uh, JPEG or PDF, we decided to build Ternoa, the blockchain, dedicated to all the use cases you can imagine to, uh, based on utility NFTs with some unique features like the possibility you know to consider the NFTs as a container when you can store additional data like photo, video, etc. And you can attach to these NFTs some transfer protocol uh, and a possibility to say okay I want to send this NFT with this data inside to this person in 10 years, 20 years, etc. Again, because we are considering NFTs as a way, as a mean to create new use cases. So that's it for Ternoa. And Capsule Corp Labs, is the idea is to uh, develop uh, use cases, because you know, when you have a, a blockchain, you need to have, uh, first of all, some tools uh, allowing to, um, to take advantage of the blockchain, like a wallet, uh, an indexer, And uh, we, have, we are also developing a software development kit, SDK, allowing uh, people to develop uh, NFT um, collection, NFT project directly in JavaScript or in Unity, which is very interesting because if you look at different blockchain, you need to, uh, you know, to, to, to develop in, uh, for instance, in Solidity on Ethereum or in Michelson in Tezos, which are like rare languages. So you need to hire like uh, specific uh, competencies, etc. It could be very expensive. You can have also uh, IT legacy uh, because it's difficult to, 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 to have like 
a team for one year of uh, developer, etc. So the idea is to reduce the cost of developing NFT uh, project thanks to SDK. So for, that's, it, that's it for the uh, tooling part, allowing to uh, take advantage of the blockchain. And at the same time, uh, we, we are trying to help big corporate and startup uh, to develop use cases by giving them some strategic advisory, marketing, uh, project management, etc., in order to understand how you can build a successful Web3 uh, project uh, today. Uh, and uh, I would say moreover today because uh, there is a, a market condition that could be difficult and you need to be more um, precise and better in your go-to-market, in your product market fit, etc. And it is exactly what we are trying to, to do with our clients. All right. Very interesting. And, um, and so, yeah, it's, it's basically kind of the traditional um, blockchain organization type. You have um, um, kind of an exactly, it's an like adoption a, arm. A, a, and Ethereum and Consensus, uh, Tezo and Nomadic Labs, etc. So, exactly. It's... Create traditional in the Web3 world, the organizations that we, we, we okay. had. Uh, so Ternois is the layer one and Capsule Corp is the adoption arm. Okay. And um, what's the kind of the, the unique selling point of Ternois as a blockchain? Uh, I don't know from a technological standpoint, mm -hmm. not just an applicative standpoint. Uh, it's all about, you know, data privacy. Okay. Uh, again, it's N uh, utilities and NFTs for data privacy. Because uh, thanks to the fact that you can store data in the NFT, uh, you can have a true, um, a true safe space to store your data, which means that, first of all, data are decentralized. And um, so you have a true resilience in your capacity to store the data. And secondly, uh, only the owner of the NFT can have access to the data, which, which is very different for like traditional cloud storage solution like iCloud, etc., where the cloud uh, supplier, if you read like the terms and agreements, they have the possibility to have access to all the data you can store, etc. And we, we can't do that. And I, I think it's more generally speaking, if we step back, it's one of the promise of uh, blockchain technology and Web3 is the possibility to people uh, to have uh, a true ownership of all digital data they, they can manipulate. So we have uh, the token, we have all the, the currencies uh, that exist before. And the idea is that uh, we, we, we take this idea of digital ownership, privacy, transparency, and we put it with data privacy thanks, uh, thanks the use we, uh, we do of NFTs. All right. And... Um and, and can, can you quote um, a very concrete use case you've executed with one of your partner clients to describe the, the, yeah, the, the pertinence of the... Exactly. Um, we, are, we are building with the French notaries. Okay, so today uh, the idea is to, to say, okay, the question, say, how can I transmit uh, my data? Because, you know, Today, you have the possibility to transmit uh, uh, I don't, uh, financial uh, stuff, uh, object, true stuff, like, uh, okay, uh, if Your I house, die, whatever. the house, whatever. But it's difficult to transmit 
maybe your digital life. And we know that today... By digital life, you mean what? You mean your passwords? Password, of, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Facebook, everything. Because okay. today, uh, I think there is this new, new way. Of, we have a part of our life in the digital way, a lot of photos, videos, etc. And it could be also financial asset uh, because, you know, uh, you need to... If I die to, tomorrow, how can I transmit, uh, transmit uh, the wallet key to have access to my cryptocurrencies or stuff like that? And we worked with um, a French notaries, a, a solution allowing uh, people to store all the digital data they want to transmit, financial, like a wallet key, but also photo videos. It is stored in an NFTs. And once you die, uh, the, the, the notaries could say, okay, uh, to you, to your daughter or stuff like that, okay, I give you the NFTs the, and the key to have access to the NFTs and inside you can discover all the, um, all the data that the person wants to transmit. Okay, um, very clear, very clear. Um, how did you end up in this project? Um, I think it was uh, a lot links to Serendipity. And, uh, to what? Serendipity. Serendipity? Um, what is that? Uh, you know, uh, I'm not sure about the word in English, but I think it's the same. Uh, serendipity in French, serendipity in English. Okay. Uh, you know, it's the fact that uh, you need to create uh, random in your life. The more you have random uh, possibilities, the more you can uh, uh, meet people, uh, create opportunities that generate business. Uh, it's like, you know, when you are playing uh, board games, Uh, the more you can uh, uh, take card in your hand, the more you have possibility to play. Okay. And I think it is exactly the same in, uh, in life in general, in business, but also, uh, I don't know, if you, uh, if you want to, to find uh, uh, your, your, um, your love, uh, it's better to go in a bar or to go outside to just stay at home <laughs> and say, okay, I want it. So you, want, you need to create you know, place where you can meet people and create opportunities. And I think that the fact that I wrote a book on uh, blockchain in 2017, it gave me uh, a kind of exposition in the Web3 uh, French ecosystem with uh, entrepreneurs, with uh, journalists, etc., etc. And I met a lot of people. And especially, I, um, I was very lucky because I met uh, Michael Canu. Uh, with uh, the CEO of uh, Ternois and the, the main founder. And he has the idea, this idea of, okay, how can I transmit data with NFTs? And he proposed me to, to be a, a partner of the, of the company. So it was, I would say, by luck, because the idea don't come from me. But um, when I have this opportunity, I didn't uh, think a lot. Of, okay, uh, let's go. <laughs> cool. Um, and what, what are the elements that uh, convince you to, to join uh, Ternoa, this opportunity and not another? Is it Michael, can you, or uh, is it the vision of the project? Uh, I think that two, three different things that uh, I think that uh, the personality of uh, Michael Canu, uh, he has a lot of convictions uh, and uh, he has a lot of complementary skills uh, with me uh, and other founder uh, because he's a full stack uh, dev, etc. And, you know, when you want to run a, a project, uh, one of the most difficult things is to find someone that has his capacity to, 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 to develop, develop. <laughs> uh, to, 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 and to, to, to run project, etc. 
So, and also the idea, because I love this idea of, okay, I have this possibility to create a sustainable infrastructure uh, for maybe 100 years, allowing people to uh, take a true ownership of their data. And I think in terms of philosophy, it's very strong. Okay, I, I have this capacity to have this ownership and to, to take part and not to depend of uh, any cloud supplier or stuff like that. So I was very convinced of, of this value proposition and the fact that it could be a kind of true revolution. And uh, third thing, the fact that uh, I was open to any opportunities in the Web3 world after having uh, uh, writing my book. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, the good moment, the good person, the good project, I would say. All right. <laughs> um, what does your community look like? In terms of, um, uh, I, I think that it's a mixed. Uh, because, you know, at the beginning of the adventure, uh, we, we communicated a lot of the use cases of uh, time capsule, uh, the end goal, you know, the fact that uh, you, you can transmit the data. And we, based on this idea, uh, we succeed in gathering a lot of uh, OGs, uh, as we said, but, and um, they, they invest a lot in this project. But um, it was the first time of the idea. Uh, of the community, they, they are very uh, informed of the idea of uh, uh, time capsule, etc. And um, I, I think that uh, in terms of communication uh, in the roadmap, uh, the idea is that we need, in the first of all, to build the blockchain infrastructure in order to have all this uh, feature about NFT, data privacy, etc., etc. So the second time was more communication about uh, technical, about blockchain, about SDK, the possibility to, to gather in our project more developers. So it's not, the same it's not the same community. But I think that uh, we are, it, it has been sometimes a little bit difficult to, to be sure to, to create a bridge between a community of maybe users that just want to, to have access to uh, the dApps uh, that will be uh, live in the next month and uh, developers that want to, you know, to, to, to play with the SDK. So sometimes it's difficult to, to bridge these two, but I think that we are very lucky because uh, we, we launched a project more than two years ago, and uh, we have uh, still a lot of activities on our different uh, social media, like uh, Telegram. How, how far did you grow? Uh, Give us some KPIs. Uh, today we have uh, 1,030 key people on Twitter. Uh, and uh, maybe between um, 20 and 25 key people on Discord and Telegram. So key people? Ah, key people. Ah, sorry, yeah. uh, it's a community. Uh, uh, community, yeah. No, I was saying uh, key, key, global KPIs of the project. And the company, uh, today we are, uh, we are more than 50 people. What's the market cap of your token? Uh, so we have... Uh, Today, we have a market cap of uh, $6 million. Okay. Uh, due to <laughs> <laughs> the market condition. Yes, due to the market condition. I, I think that we, uh, we have been uh, in one year. What's your all-time high? Uh, in terms of market cap, it has been uh, $50 million. Okay. And uh, today, it's all four. So okay. <laughs> we reduce uh, by 10 the market cap due to market condition. And um, today, we have a little bit more than 35 key holders of our token. Okay. With um, good figures, 
and uh, token price is uh, seven cents of dollars. So it's uh, how many people in your community? Uh, we have two hundred key people in our community. Two hundred key people. Yes, community, which means uh, that uh, different social media or. Uh, yeah, like your, the total number of your community, if you aggregate uh, the followers on your yeah, social media, yeah, the, for example. Yes, it's 200 uh, key. Okay, 200,000. Okay, yes. When you say key, it's... Yeah, 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 okay, sorry, key, sorry. sorry. 200,000, okay. Yeah, okay, interesting. Um, what are some of the growth techniques that you used? Because um, starting a layer one blockchain is pretty competitive. There, there are like, I don't know, 2,000, 5,000 blockchains. Oh, uh, there is not so much blockchain. Okay. What's the number actually? Um, One hundred. One hundred. Okay. Yes. If you look at uh, coin market cap, we we do the our study. It's okay. One hundred. Okay. Interesting. So it's not so much in the world. Okay. But there is very big competitors. Yeah. But it's not so much compared to uh, I think there is uh, more than twenty thousand uh, crypto projects in the world, and okay. only one hundred uh, blockchain. <laughs> blockchain. And, and what are some of the growth techniques that you, you, you use to, to, find, to find a place in this landscape? Uh, I, I think that uh, at the beginning it was uh, only uh, bootstrap. Okay, so um, a lot of uh, communication with our first community, which means that you need to do a lot of Ask Me Anything sessions mm. live. You need to have a lot of relationship with key opinion leader and to have live with them. I, I think that, you know, if I just put an advice, is the best thing is to do a live and not, you know, just a retweet or stuff like that because uh, engagement is not so good. But the fact to have time uh, during uh, maybe half an hour, one hour to have a conversation with a key opinion leader that can match in terms of uh, audience with the product that you want to develop, it, it can have a lot of impact okay. in terms of uh, possibility to guess your community. And also, you have, I would say, classical uh, way to do a very gross hacking technique, uh, like the possibility, you know, to do some giveaway or stuff like that. But I think it's not so good uh, to do this because it's not qualified community because most of the time people just go, go on your Twitter to, to maybe to have uh, some sense of token yeah. and don't have a true interest of your project. So I think that do ask me anything, communicate a lot on Twitter by explaining what you are doing and do live with key opinion leader. It's for the first 12 months of your company. It's a good way to, to grow and to gather a community and after that to be very transparent and close to the community exactly and say okay we have this roadmap explain the roadmap uh, don't lie to your community and i think it's very important and after that uh, you have all the physical events uh, and we know that in the web show world there are a lot of physical events like uh, paris blockchain week uh, cs las vegas or stuff like that i, I think that when you are enough mature with your project, it is what we did. Uh, it's important because you can create a lot of connection. What does 2023 hold for, for Ternoa? Uh, I, I think um, if we just look at the global uh, economic situation, it is very difficult uh, because, uh, yes, we have a, 
inflation, we have an increase of interest rate, uh, we have uh, this uh, war uh, between Ukraine and Russia, uh, we have um, difficulties in global supply chain. Mm. So I, I think that the global economic situation is very difficult. It's pretty sc scary. <laughs> yeah, very scary. Inside this global situation, you have the tech situation, which is very difficult because if you look at the main uh, indicator, like, uh, I don't know, uh, Apple market cap uh, have decreased for 50% in one year, Tesla 60%, etc. Yeah. So we have... I heard Elon became <laughs> the first person to lose 200 billion euros <laughs> in a year. Exactly. So we have... a. a a global tech situation it could be very difficult and we we see that for the first time in uh, whole history uh, a lot of uh, californian tech company uh, fired people uh, it is the same in france if you look uh, like for instance back market uh, decided to, to reduce by 15 percent um, uh, the effective we have a lot of a lot of tech company in europe and a lot of austerity basically. yeah fired and if we just uh, look at Web3, which is uh, maybe um, a, subset. <laughs> a subset of uh, the tech and a subset which more vo volatility, which means that when, it, when it's up, the Web3 has, uh, has tendance to, to up more than a traditional tech company, but when it's down, it's down mm -hmm. uh, quicker. Yeah. So I think it will be tough and uh, we need to, to, to be sure that we have enough cash uh, to uh, to have uh, at least one year of runway, even if we don't have any revenue from one year. So that is the hypothesis uh, that we, on which we build our business plan today. It's okay. no revenue for one year. It's not, it could be conservative, but uh, I prefer to to have a good surprise that uh, to to need to close the company mm. and uh, to have enough cash to to have um, a team for one year. Okay, and and in terms of um, 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 objectives uh, for 2023, uh, on top of surviving, <laughs> um, the gist um, is to finish to deliver all the blockchain with all the features. Okay, which means that uh, the possibility to what's to, uh, lacking, uh, all the privacy, you know, okay. uh, possibility to store the data in the NFT, to have the transfer protocol. Okay. So it could be good in the first uh, trimester of this year. Okay. And uh, to uh, launch the Time Capsule application, which was the first DApps on which we communicate and uh, we raised our first money uh, two years ago. And uh, to um, still uh, attract more clients, uh, especially in the video games industry, uh, because we are considering that uh, this sector is more mature in terms of uh, NFT comprehension and uh, capacity to create new business models. So yes, the, we have a lot of um, we have partnership with different uh, video games uh, studio. So the idea is to to, to keep uh, this space of developing use cases, the apps, and the goal is to finish 2023 with maybe 20 D apps uh, that run on our blockchain. Okay, interesting number. Um, small question because lately I've been looking at you know the the, the latest improvements uh, with uh, on blockchain with what people call data available layers 
uh, with, with optimistic rollups. Is this part is this part of your roadmap? What, does it do you consider that as uh, um, um, as challenging features uh, that you want to implement? Uh, uh, not today, but uh, for instance, uh, rollup etc. We are um, working on it for maybe next year etc. But okay. the idea of this year is to finish to deliver the first roadmap uh, we we promises, and after to to think about how we can increase and improve the chain with uh, more features. All right. Um, thanks. We'll, we'll stop here for, 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 your, for, your, for my question around your, your project. Let's get back to you um, and not you as a person, but you as an entrepreneur. What, what did you find hard um, in, in being a Web3 founder? Um, I think that the, the, the biggest difficulty is that when you have a token, you are listed. Yeah. And yeah, I wanted uh, to ask this question, actually. Huh? Go ahead. I wanted to ask this question. And well. you know, it's very difficult because uh, when you are a startup, you are not a listed company. Mm. And uh, when you are a listed company, every day you have uh, an evolution of your uh, market cap, etc. And the most difficult thing is that, okay, is to accept that maybe sometimes your actions uh, doesn't have any impact on your market cap. You mm -hmm. can do what you are considering as good thing and there is no up impact. And sometimes uh, you do nothing and there is up. <laughs> so it's very difficult to, to, to accept that the, there is a market and maybe you, it's difficult to have impact on the global market conditions. Uh, it's very difficult. and. It's very difficult to not always uh, refresh, uh, you know, uh, your market cap, uh, your token price, and trying to understand what is going on, etc. So, and to accept that sometimes people can can lose money uh, because uh, your token is down or stuff like that. So it's very difficult to say, okay, I can make lose money to some people, to friends, etc. It's very difficult. Uh, second second thing is that, uh, and it's very linked to the Web3 world. Uh, when you are a person, uh, uh, an entrepreneur, you are um, you have a community. As I said, we have uh, two hundred thousand people that are following us with different lives, etc. And uh, you you have uh, you can have like personal uh, criticism, like uh, you are fat or stuff like that. <laughs> so and I think that when you are running a traditional uh, SaaS company or stuff like that, you don't have you know this interaction with. Uh, uh, retail yeah, base or consumers or stuff like that. So that is that it could be uh, very difficult, you know, to have these public figures like a kind of politician. And uh, it, as it's very specific to the Web3, it could be very surprising at the beginning. And, you know, you, you know that each of your world can have an impact for the community when yeah. you are in live, if you uh, give a wrong answer or stuff like that, it could be uh, very impactful. So you need to be very good at all the live and all the interaction with the community. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's the most difficult thing. Yeah, I totally agree with you. It was kind of the same with, um, with the gaming on my side. Um, <clears throat> first, indeed, I saw that the, the, the more close you are to your community, the, the, the better the, the, the project is. Um, but then you have uh, the, the other face of the coin, which is like your, your token is listed and anything you can say or do can be kind of used against you. And it adds a tremendous new pressure 
um, because as soon as there is a little bit of volatility, you have all your community on you and you spend half a day writing a message to try to calm everyone. Um, and, and, and indeed, and I think uh, the community need, needs also more uh, financial literacy to understand also what, our, what we're doing and our place in it. Um, and, 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 and like you said, uh, not everything is, is, is as, as easy as, as it could sound. Uh, it's not because you, you're doing a big announcement that the token can double. Um, so <laughs> your expertise yeah, at the token double, but yeah, <laughs> nothing happened. Definitely, uh, yeah, very troubling um, and, 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 and hard to apprehend. Um, how would you describe um, the learning curve of... Uh, earlier you were saying that obviously everything you've done compiles to uh, being an entrepreneur um, uh, with the personalities that, that are required. Um, but, but, but how would you describe the learning curve um, of maybe the teams that you hired? Um, uh, I think that it's um, difficult because, you know, when you have a startup, you have the first month, uh, you need to hire people. Uh, but uh, you, you don't have the, the king choice uh, because uh, your brand is not well known. You don't have so much money, so you don't you can't pay well people. So you need to hire people to do some stuff, etc. Uh, after many months, if you succeed in raising money to structure the company, etc., you have two choices uh, for people. People there is people that have this capacity to step up say, okay, uh, I have the capacity to, to grow with the company, to increase my level. And you have people that don't have this capacity to step up. And you need to fire people that, can, that can't uh, step up. The, the ratio that, you can, that we can observe is that most of the time, one third of the people uh, don't step up. Uh, one third of the people step up. And one third just uh, are equal. And the idea is to have this capacity to take the good decision quickly. To, to, to have the, um, the capacity to, to fire uh, people that don't step up and to keep people that step up and uh, help them to increase and step up more and better, etc. I, I think that uh, after this, you have, uh, when you have uh, all the, keep all the persons that, keep, that can step up, you can hire more people and attract better talents that helps you to be a better entrepreneur and to have a better um, understanding of what you are doing. And especially, uh, you know, uh, for instance, me, uh, I don't want, um, I, I don't come from uh, the tech world, uh, so I don't have any capacity in uh, development, etc. So you need to, to, to have this capacity to trust your CTO in order to, uh, to create a process, to, to be sure that you can deliver the tech, etc. So people around you help you to become a better entrepreneur because you continually you are learning from, uh, from your sea level. And at the same time, you need to have this capacity to give the good vision, uh, to give uh, the good pace, the good rhythm to your sea level in order to create a good synergy. Um, how would you describe the company culture of Ternoa and, and Capsule Corp? 
first of all, we are fully remote. So it's uh, uh, a very important element to, to take uh, to, because when you are fully remote, uh, it has necessarily a huge impact on the corporate culture because you need to have a lot of trust and confidence in your team, in their capacity to work, uh, not to be uh, at, uh, in the forest, um, doing sport uh, all the day. So it's all about trust, confidence, responsibility. And uh, the idea is that um, when you give a lot of responsibility and trust to people, if they don't match the result, uh, they need to accept to be fired uh, because, you know, <coughs> When you give 100% of freedom to someone and say, okay, you need to achieve this goal and uh, you, you do, you can organize yourself as you want just to achieve this goal. Uh, but if you don't achieve this goal, uh, it means that you, you are maybe, uh, you don't work enough or you are not at this level. You, you need to accept to, to have the consequences of missing your goal. So I think it's at the same time, Uh, corporate culture to sum up a lot of freedom, liberty, uh, and um, autonomy in the uh, team management. And at the same time, we are 100% result focused uh, because there is no other way to do. Interesting, super interesting. Um, you talked about a lot about time capsule. Uh, it's, it's one of one of the uh, um, killing feature of, of your of your blockchain. Um, if you would go back in time, uh, what would you tell yourself before starting um, Ternoa and, and be the, the CEO of, of a company? Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> what would you tell yourself if you would go back in time uh, and talk to, to yourself uh, four or five years ago? Uh, what would you tell him? Um, I, I um, think... Uh, Maybe invest more in <laughs> cryptocurrency. <laughs> But uh, no, I, I think it's a, okay, um, you, you took the, the, the right way uh, because uh, from my point of view, any um, stone that I put on the, on the way was very important to, to be where I am today. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think that, uh, okay, uh, just uh, follow, follow the road, uh, trust, uh, trust in you. Uh, and uh, follow your intuitions and uh, create uh, uh, serendipity. And um, but okay, th that's your advice. Would you I don't know um, share a a, resor a, a resource that uh, really made you step up um, in terms of a book or yeah, in terms of book for example, in terms of resources. I don't know. Um, could be a podcast. Could be a newsletter you've discovered recently. Um, could be a person you wish you would have met him before? Uh, I think uh, the best book that inspired me for uh, entrepreneur is, um, I don't have the, the traduction in English, is Antifragile, the okay. Taleb. Uh, Never heard of this one. It's, um, it's very interesting. It's all about, you know, how you can uh, take part about volatility in life. Okay. And uh, all about optionality. And I think it's, the way that you when you want to be an entrepreneur it's, it's this you need to understand the volati global volatility of a market and how you can take advantage of a volatility on the market and the situation okay 
uh, but has nothing to do with finances. It's like really interesting. Mm, it's not. It's not volatility. It's volatility. More generally speaking, okay. no. in, in life, randomness. Mm. Yes, the randomness of the life. Interesting. Okay. Um, do you have any like daily routines? Uh, because I know you have a family. Uh, uh, yes, I. Uh, I think that. I try to to start uh, my work relatively early, um, and I think the fact that in uh, I am in um, full remote it can help uh, because you you reduce the, the, the transport time. Uh, I, I try to to start at uh, 8:30, generally speaking. Uh, I have a lot of calls in the morning. I, I have always a break at 12. Uh, I have two choices. Uh, one first. I can do a, a business lunch, just to increase my network, uh, to, to meet business partners, etc. Or I do sport for running. So the idea is to, to, to create a, a maximum impact for my uh, lunch time, you know, just not to be alone or just to do nothing. And after that, uh, generally, I, I work uh, all the afternoon, uh, but I have a position with a lot of call. <laughs> Unfortunately, generally speaking, I, uh, I spent maybe 11 or 12 hours a day by call as well for managing team, to have conversation with clients, to do prospections, to, to have a relationship with investors. So it's a lot of... Uh, the idea is that the difficult thing is to create this equilibrium between internal work and external work. And how do you describe the balance between your personal life and your professional life? Uh, I, I think it's a, a good balance, uh, the fact to be remote, uh, because if you have uh, sometimes uh, half an hour in a day, you, you can spend it with your daughter or stuff like that. Um, the, the, I, I think that I have good balance with family and uh, work, but it's difficult you know, to have uh, more time to uh, uh, do a lot of uh, parties, uh, to, go, to do more than uh, five hours of sport per week. Uh, to go to uh, the cinema or stuff like that. So I have enough balance to work uh, maybe between 60, 70 hours per week and to spend the rest of hours with the family. But, uh, you know, you, you cannot extend more. <laughs> who, who do you follow on, on Twitter? Um, who would you recommend following? On Twitter, uh, I, I, um, Taleb, <laughs> so, okay. the same. This author? Yes, and uh, I like to follow uh, account from, um, you know, directly um, project. Okay. Not people, more project like uh, Dogami, uh, right. uh, Paul Cadot, Ethereum. In fait, um, official account, okay. uh, I prefer to do, to do this. So follow more. communities? Yes. Not persons. What's your prediction for, for this year? I think it a will. Prediction. Uh, I think it will be a, a, a very tough year. Uh, uh, maybe we we will have a, a bottom. Uh, I don't know. It's. I, I think. In terms of business. For Web3. Yeah. Um, there will be a lot of uh, companies that will die. Okay. Uh, maybe one third or half company will have difficulties to raise more money. But I'm, I'm more looking at what could be the use case of 2023. Uh, you know, like 2022 was maybe uh, NFT and gaming. Uh, 2021 yes, but was you, you, DeFi. You, you're right, but at the same time, you're wrong. 
uh, you say, okay, NFT in gaming, yes, a lot of projects raise money for NFT in gaming, but mm -hmm. not deliver. Uh, it's very, very difficult to play NFT in gaming today. You have mm -hmm. a lot of projects, but it's difficult to play because projects uh, uh, don't succeed in finishing the game or delivering. So for me, the projection is that um, this year, people will finish to deliver use cases that have been promised one or two years ago. Okay. And people will at least can play to uh, video games, use NFTs in ticketing, etc. So I think it will be more here about finishing building and having true um, use cases. And what do you think about the place of corporates in, in the Web3 ecosystem? Uh, a traditional corporate? Yeah. I, I think it's uh, it could be very important uh, because it's big corporates that can help um, Web3 companies to have a mass market adoption yeah. because they have access to the mass market, to a large retail base, etc. And uh, thanks to uh, joint voiture or ambitious project, you can have, uh, yes, um, this capacity to attract more users and to fact that people will at least use real use cases in uh, Web3. Yeah, I'm totally aligned with that. I think like 2023 is going to be the corporates uh, coming mm. in the dance. Um, <clears throat> we've covered pretty much all, all the topics. Um, I, I like to finish with the with, with a small uh, ritual. Um, I know you're, you're a big fan of poetry. Yeah. <laughs> what's your what's your what's your favorite uh, author poem? Uh, I like. Um, Mm. Uh, Baudelaire. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of him. <laughs> yeah, it's quite traditional. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yes, I like poetry, but I have also uh, more generally art, uh, like uh, painters or stuff like that. Okay, interesting. What types of art do you do you like? Um, I like uh, traditional art, you know, like uh, Quai Branly with uh, okay. uh, all the masks you can have from different countries. Uh, because for me, it's a lot of a mix of art and anthropology. Uh, yeah. You know, when you can uh, discover a secret culture and trying to understand uh, how a different uh, um, cultures uh, create their own uh, way to do art, to do new, new, new gods or stuff like that. So I have, uh, I, I like to, to read book also on uh, on this. So. I like this kind of art and I have a lot of uh, kind of stuff at home. <laughs> and, and last question, um, what do you consider um, how do you consider the notion of success and when do you think you'll be successful? Uh, for me, um, Uh, what is it to be successful? Uh, as an entrepreneur? Yeah. Uh, it is when you have, uh, you run your company and uh, you know that you have found, found sorry, uh, your, um, your product market fit and you generate profit. Uh, the idea is that, uh, which means that you, you create uh, ABDA margin and uh, you have enough uh, cash and fund to, to deploy. So I think that that's it. All right, all right, all right. Thank you, Clément. It was uh, very interesting uh, talking with you today. 
Uh, I Thank think you, Bilal, the, for the invitation. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I think the, the listeners will, will enjoy these talks. And thank you, everyone. And, and, and don't forget to, to, to subscribe. <laughs>